In the Wild West world of podcasting, there is one podcast that is authentic and genuine and continues to stand tall in its originality. Based on a passion for his guests, their work, and his love of podcasting, Derek Thomas and Monday Morning Critic Podcast get amazing, diverse, unique guests found nowhere else. The variety and quality are endless. There is something for everyone. Derek Thomas is the hero you deserve. He's a silent guardian, a watchful protector. Welcome to Monday Morning Critic Podcast. Here is Derek Thomas. Hi, guys. How are you? <laughs> Very good, Derek. Thank you. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. So I- I'm going to say um, I get anxiety from watching Billy on TV. First of all, I love the show. Let me just say how much I adore this show. Um, he gives me anxiety. There's posters of him everywhere. He's got that unique hat. He never takes it off, never grows a beard, and stays in the same circumference I, I can't get rid of this anxiety. I need help with this. Um, and and to, to know that he does that, I mean, it's kind of mirrors real life, right? So um, what a great show you guys have here. Um, what's your take on the, the reaction so far, uh, your roles in it? How have you liked the, the journey so far? Uh, well, I've had a blast. Um, Indeed. You know, after uh, writing 89 episodes of Vikings, I needed to do something else. <laughs> And Michael Wright at uh, MGM Plus uh, asked me what I might like to do. And I said, actually, I'd love to do a Western. And uh, and he said, uh, "What? well, what kind of what, what About what? And I said, Billy the Kid, because when I was a kid, I worshipped Billy the Kid. And I grew up in the north of England, which is as far from New Mexico as you can get. But I, for some reason, Billy became iconic to me. I always thought I was Billy... When I was running to school, I thought I was on a white horse being pursued by the sheriff's posse. And, and um, so it was a kind of dream to, to be able to write about him. And it was just wonderful to get dig, to dig in the re- into the research and find out how absolutely fascinating he is. He was. And and uh, and I hope that comes out. You know, I didn't want to to write something about a pathological killer um, or, or a sort of one-dimensional uh, portrait of, a, of an outlaw. I wanted to to write about a young man who was full of promise, who was very intelligent, who was very sensitive, who was an immigrant, whose father sort of just jumped out of his life and, and, and left him to watch his mother struggle and die trying to bring up him and his brother. You know, all these aspects of his life made him much more interesting than the normal portrait of of him and i wanted people to understand that before i took him into the lincoln county war where of course he became famous he became certainly very famous in america across america for what happened there but i wanted people to be empathetic with him when he was in that situation he was only 19 um and this was a terrifying situation uh, although Billy always astonishes me because I'm not sure that he really knew fear very much, but he, he was an extraordinary character. Um, and, of course, then, you, as, as Donald says, that season two is very much more, uh, you know, a, a Western. It's a, a real Western, and there's a lot of shootouts, and there's a lot of violence, and it's dark and edgy, and it has all the things you want in a Western and killing the sheriff and all that, you know. It's wonderful, but 
it's being done by people you now know quite a lot about and understand, and you understand something of the political situation in the in in New Mexico and who's actually running it, and all those things to me enrich a story and make a story important. Donald, did, did you want to add anything to that? Uh, just that you know, um, as a as a producer, and we wake up every morning, and it's like let's put on a show, right? And we're so lucky to do it. It's a a dream come true. But you have brilliant material uh, with complexities in it, like Michael has written, and then to go out there into this beautiful, vast, open Western landscape, and actually be there with cowboys and horses. Mm. It's just it's fantastic. It's really like a blessing. So it. Yeah, well, well said of both of you. Um, you know, there's a temptation for those that might not know the Wild West. I think sometimes he gets lumped in with Jesse James, Butch Cassidy, Cole Younger. The truth is, he couldn't be more different. I mean, right. yes, you could say they're all criminals, yeah, for sure. But Billy, right. was, Billy was sure as hell no thief. And you know, I just I love that part of it. Um, I did want to ask one quick thing. So, I'm five episodes into season two. And again, I absolutely love this show. Did I miss something? Did we change John Tunstall's? Did we go from Ben Sutherland to Linus Roach? Is, is that something that happened or did I miss something? No, no that's something that happened. Yeah. No, and, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because I have to say, I, I think they're both phenomenal actors, but I feel like um, Linus's age and demeanor suit him for what is coming up in season two for those that are about to see it. And that's not a shot on Ben. I felt it would be awkward if Ben is given fatherly advice when he looks. 20 years younger than Billy does. But again, wonderful, wonderful show. And, I, and I'm loving what I'm seeing so far. Anything on that? No. No, uh, thank you for being, but, but for saying what you said about that. And and yes, we did. We did make the, the, the change. Linus, I worked with on Vikings, of course. He was a big character in Vikings. And I agree that he had the more of a fatherly touch and he had to play... Uh, basically Billy's surrogate father. Yes. And it was really important because Billy's whole life really hinged around his reaction to Tunstall's death. So we had to feel very, very deeply about Tunstall and his demise. Uh, and, you know, so it was a difficult decision, but but I think it was the right one. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, I have to say, I'm really excited to see how Pat Garrett unfolds in this whole story, because oh, I, find, yeah. I find him like, like, I'm a big history buff. So like, you know how it turns out in real life. And yeah. I'm so excited to see what this show does with it. And I, just to piggyback on that too, two guys, I wanted to say that I love how this is this hasn't just been a shootout, you know, violence, guns, people dying. It's a storytelling, like Billy, the kid is a human being who has suffered real life loss. It's not this guy going around, killing people. That's the easy way out. And I love the way this has been put together by, by you guys. Thank, thank you. you so much for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and a um, couple more things to thank you for this. Um, you know, one of the things is, is I never understand why people like to poke at Billy at times. Like, it's almost like inviting Hannibal Lecter over for dinner, and they know who he is. They know what he's capable of, and they still try to provoke him. I turn to my wife. I go, I'm going to go insane. Like, I can't believe they're doing this. But but talk about Billy's demeanor. And I'm going to tell you, Tom, his eyes, his face, oh, my goodness. Like, he's got that steel look that Billy has. I don't know. I love the casting. I love the show. Whatever you guys wanted to say about the ramblings I've just thrown upon you. 
<laughs> no, no, I love I love the ramblings. Thank you very much. It's been been great to hear you. Um, yeah, and Tom is amazing. He's a, he's the perfect Billy, perfect Billy. And I could say one of the reasons why maybe people keep poking him like that, as you say, and it's like, what are they thinking? It's because he was a, a very multi-dimensional character. You know, he was a, a a smart, deep guy. He wasn't just you know, a crazy outlaw. So I think coming into contact with Billy, it wasn't what one would expect necessarily. And I think that kept people off balance. Either. Yeah, I think I think here's here's a guy who has a, already built a pretty big reputation who's on wanted posters in many states, who whose reputation goes before him now. When he walks into a bar, he looks like a kid. Yeah, and, yeah. And the guy who's already taking a lot of whiskey on board, you know, is going. This is why have people failed to take this guy out? He's a kid, you know. They they're just stupid people. I could do it. <laughs> I can, yeah, I can tell he's, he's you know he'll break. He's no good at all. You know, he's a kid. Yeah, and then and then they and then they sort of reach for the gun and then it's too late you know it's like yeah you know he only lived at 22 he reminds me very much of Joan of Arc you know uh my, my last question I wanted to ask you was there was a movie that came out um I want to say a couple of years ago I love the movie and I love the show they're not related uh it's called um Old Henry and right. there's a there's a wonderful twist and I love the movie as much as I love this show. And I just think you guys have something really special. You've you focused on telling a story, not kind of showing a 80s action movie, you know. Um what else can you say about season 2 and for those that are big fans like me of this fantastic show? Well, I would say you have to watch it. <laughs> no question about that. Yeah. But also the further further evolution of of Billy as a man, you know, and and the reason that we want to keep going because he's fascinating and really um Michael really gets the humanity out of him. So he's not reduced to just being a black hat villain at all. Yeah. He's a complicated interesting character who who really strived for something. Yeah, and you know, the, the one of the characters that I found, he's only in two episodes, and the actor did such a wonderful job. I found Henry Antrim, Antrim to be yes, the most Antrim. unlike to be the most unlikable character in the whole show. Like, kudos. Yeah. Like, I wanted to. I, my wife says, "Don't do it." I'm, I go, "I'm going to punch the TV. I can't take this guy anymore." <laughs> but he was so good. Like, I, I I loved it. I loved it. Last last question. I promise. So. Do you guys think, is there anything redeemable about Jesse Evans? Is there anything that, that I love the way he's always been kind to Billy. Like, I'm surprised yeah. they haven't killed each other. Is there anything redeemable about him? Well, uh, that's an interesting question. I mean, my reaction is actually, certainly in season two, to watch him. And he doesn't have to do very much. He almost has to do nothing. And you think, oh, my God, what a dangerous guy. Mm, mm. what the hell this guy is you know mm. so dangerous and that's kind of mythic you know i mean if you'd met alexander the great one day <laughs> you know <laughs> one day you say oh my god you know you feel you would feel something you you would have this response and and jesse is is uh, you know it's a great performance it's a great performance 
Um, but, but, and it, Jesse will frighten everyone, but he doesn't frighten Billy, you know, and, and the way they met in the first place that Billy sort of, he was a couple of years younger. Jesse was so cool. But Jesse is still cool. He's, yeah. he's really cool. And I, and I, and I do think uh, there is, uh, you know, an element of him that's redeemable in the sense that um, there's still that humanity inside of him. You see how he genuinely cares about Billy and that, French yeah. and that allegiance, yeah. that's what's not enabling him so far to pull the trigger. Kill him. That's right. right. That's like so far he can't kill him. Yeah. And you right. could actually see him processing on screen. Right. You could see him like going through it. Nothing is like a quick reaction. It's always right. thoughtful. Yeah. That's great. Guys, I'm I'm big fans and thank you so much for this time today. You guys are awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you, Derek. Appreciate yes, it. Derek. Take care. Thank you for listening to Derek Thomas and Monday Morning Critic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you can also connect with Monday Morning Critic on Instagram and Facebook, MDM Critic on Twitter, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are found. All episodes available, www.mmcpodcast.com.